You remember when you wanted to ask that young lady for a date? You never got around to it because of an asundry of reasons. Too many to mention. You know what they are. I don't need to go down the list. Then you finally see she went out with your best friend. And you asked him, how did you get a date with her? I asked her. I just asked her. The scripture says you have not because you ask not. And when you do ask, you ask without specificity. You ask with this great generality. You ask without true passion or focus. Just, I ask. Well, I don't know. Just whatever. No direction. No laser focus. Your mind doesn't really care. You're not asking with conviction or passion. You have not because you ask not. And the reason why so many get so little is because they ask for so little. You don't really ask for much. You don't really want all of God, hardly any of God. And maybe if you're really honest with yourself, none of God. Or maybe you don't really want her. You just want the sex for the night. You don't really want him. You just want him to pay for the dinner. Or, I don't know, watch your dog. So many of us don't achieve much in the kingdom of God because so little is asked of us. In fact, the world asks more of you. And you give it, and then some. Because, you know why? Because that's something you want. See, you want the nice corner office. You want the penthouse suite. You want the title. You want the position. You want the power. You want the increased salary, but you don't want God. So you always give at the minimum. You never exceed. You think the opposite, don't you? You think the company is there for you, but you were hired for the company. They want to see the revenue increase because of your policy, because of what you're doing. They want to see the productivity increase because of what you are doing, not what they're doing. They want to see what you're going to do with the tools they give you, not you, the one that gave you the tools. But isn't that how you approach God? It's never about what you were hired for. It's about who hired you. You really have lowered the bar. Well, the boss is married to my wife. The boss is married to my husband. The boss is a family friend. You begin to take the boss for granted. You take God for granted. Oh, he'll let this go. But you don't see your accountability and responsibility to do more. More than even what's asked of you. And what is the more? You give so little, you do so little because so little is asked of you. The crisis in America with our young men is because so little is asked of them, unless, of course, it's a ball. The only time your fathers really care about asking anything of you, demanding anything of you, is when it comes to a ball that you're throwing or kicking or putting or swatting or catching. Oh, when it comes to sports. Oh, man, I'm all in. Get up before the sun rises. 
and keep going after the sun sets. Anything to wear you out, tire you out, until you can't think of anything but that ball. Live, dream, eat that ball. Even pray to it. It becomes your God. And if you're one of those parents who's got four eyes and a calculator for fingers, it's about the money. Like Scrooge. Eat, drink, eat, pray, serve the calculator. Do the math on the numbers. It's all about that money. If it's popularity, porn, whatever you want to do to get your name noticed, any news is good news, bad or not, keeps your name in the popular sphere, keeps people talking about you. Your books will sell, your videos will sell, your music will sell, your movies would sell. You'll do whatever. But when it comes to Hashem, Adonai, this God that you say, you believe in, you say it so easily off your lips. Sing songs that you don't practice. Quote verses that you have not a part of your being. The greatest posers of all, aren't you? And you spend most of your time whining and complaining there is nothing actionable in your life to really show what you are doing in your neighborhood. So little is asked of you. You run the opposite way on the field when you are opposed by an opposing team. Even your family, your neighbors, your friends, your coworkers, society, all they got to do is bark or look at you sideways and you go running with your tail in between your legs. You'll burn that Bible, you'll silence your words, you will not stand for your faith or conviction. You're not willing to accept injury to make that gold line like a football player, are you? As long as it doesn't hurt your run down that field, as long as nobody's pushing back, screaming and intimidating you, threatening to plummet your head into the soil, oh, you'll run. But you let someone start threatening you, screaming, waving. You run the opposite way. You don't resist evil. Evil resists you with very little resistance because you don't have much determination to do God's will. You live between your eyes and you lie to yourself and talk to yourself all day about the lies you want to believe about other people. And then you speak for them instead of you speaking for yourself. Silence your mouth, you fools. Enough of complaining about what the world is doing. God has one question for you. What are you doing? Get to work. I hear you calling my name. Lord, I know my life won't be the same when I answer you from my heart. That's when your love starts. Don't you know? You never once let me know. No, you never let me know. Though sometimes I thought you were around, you always was there somehow. Through my faith and doubt. Oh, I know now that you're the one. You're the moon and stars and clouds and the sun. You shine 
Yeah. 